Welcome to the Go After Your Passion podcast with Christina Crowley. Live a life you love. If not now, when? Here's Christina. Welcome to the podcast. I have with me today Dr. Sarah Voorhees. Uh, she has a passion for chronic pain and how it affects the quality of life. And um, I, I, she's a licensed occupational therapist. And uh, Sarah, I'm so happy to welcome you today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to hear what you're, uh, which we're, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah. So like you said, I'm an occupational therapist. Um, as I was going through school, I had the opportunity to work in a lot of different places. I did um, everything from ICU to acute care to outpatient. I worked in schools. Um, and then I had this really awesome opportunity to work in a private practice doing something called myofascial release, which is kind of like what chiropractors do on your bones, except I work on soft tissue. And I found that I really loved working with people and getting them back into health. I mean, occupational therapy is amazing. The work that they're doing in hospitals, it's so needed. But a lot of the people that I worked with had issues that they probably could have prevented if they had taken care of themselves. And I really love getting ahead of it and helping people prevent that pain because it has such a huge impact on your life. So what is that? What is, you said it's myofascial? Myofascial. Yes. Uh, what, what is that for anybody who's never heard that word before? So your fascia is a kind of connective tissue that goes throughout your body. It goes head to toe, front to back, side to side, and it serves four main purposes. The biggest one is protection. So if you fall and you slip on, the, slip on the ice and you land on your tailbone, the fascia in that area is gonna squish out all of its fluid and it's gonna kind of hold those structures together while they heal so that they don't get more damage than they did. In a normal system, that fascia will get rehydrated and it will kind of loosen back up. But if you have repetitive movements or you have chronic injuries, your fascia never gets back to that healthy state and that causes pain over time. The next purpose is proprioceptive which is kind of how your brain knows where your body in, is in space. So when you reach through the dark and you try to turn on your lamp, your brain knows where your hand is going. And part of that is coming through your fascial system. The next one is structure. A lot of your fascia is really superficial. If you took away everything other than fascia, there would be a 3D, 3D U. But you have thicker lines of fascia that kind of provide counterbalance for your movements. And it's actually one of my most favorite party tricks, if you will. Um, if you were to bend down and touch your toes and feel the kind of the tension in the backs of your legs, and then you were to take a therapy ball and roll out one of your feet and then try to touch your toes again, you will have affected your back line, which runs all the way from the balls of your feet, around the backs of your legs, up your back, around your forehead, and you will feel less tension in the leg that you rolled, even though you only rolled your foot. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, that would be fun. Yes. And so how did this um, become, what's your journey with this becoming your passion? How did this happen, come about? Yes. So I'm, I'm prior Air Force. I was in the military. Um, I got out when I got pregnant with my daughter. I was 22. And right after she was born, I got this really bad pain in my shoulder. And I'm kind of more holistic minded anyways. I like to kind of figure it out myself before I get into the doctor. So I tried chiropractic, I tried medication, I tried putting my arm in a sling, 
I tried resting, I tried stretching, I tried everything. I finally went into the doctor and I found out that the pain was actually in my neck. It was referred pain from a pinched nerve. And so what they did was they gave me trigger point injections in my trapezius muscle down my shoulder and then they sent me to physical therapy, which worked until I finished physical therapy and then I was back in pain because they never addressed any of my lifestyle factors. They didn't address that I was nursing. I was struggling with nursing. I had poor posture. I was stressed out out of my mind. My husband was still active duty. He was deploying. Um, and they never had the time to deal with any of that. And so that really feeds into my passion because I don't want other people to go through that. I mean, at 22, I shouldn't have been in a cycle of physical therapy and pain pills. And I don't think anybody else should either. Well, especially because we don't have to be. We right. don't have to go that route. It's not always. Uh, so that's the catalyst that inspired you to get into your niche. And um, so I'm sure you went to school and did the whole, that whole bit. And so that, what was a challenge that you've had in pursuing this and pursuing your passion? Um, challenge. a great question it's um falling into occupational therapy was kind of a challenge for me um when i got out of the air force and i knew i really loved that i felt like i was doing something important every day i i want to get up and have that feeling and it, when i got out i didn't know what i was going to do with my life and so i initially when i started my undergrad i was pre-medicine and i wanted to be a doctor and i realized as i was going through school that if i continued on that path that the sacrifices I didn't want my daughter to make for the military, she would have been making anyways for my residency and my working hours when I got started in my job. And so figuring out how I was going to get here was a big challenge, even though I knew kind of what I wanted to do. And I think I got really lucky when I, <laughs> when I got to the end of my undergrad, I was just trying to look at what, what can I do? Cause I knew I wanted to continue on in school. What can I do with what I've already done? I had a heavy science background. I didn't, I hadn't taken kinesiology, so I couldn't go to physical therapy. I had never even heard of occupational therapy. <laughs> and I looked it up and I applied and I got into the school I wanted to go to. And so it kind of got dropped in my lap and it's perfect for me. Oh, and so you're juggling that being a mom, the, you know, and doing that now. So how old is your daughter? How many years has this been? It's been nine years. She's, she'll be nine. That's it. So it seems like that juggling your family, juggling the education, uh, you know, and then, you know, being you is, is quite the, you know, it's, it's something we all struggle with and it's not in a negative way, but that is, that is a challenge. Yeah. And so what were some of the big lessons that came out of juggling all of that and being able to do that and, and, uh, and follow your passion? I think the biggest lesson for me is that my family is the most important thing. And this actually goes back way back in my life. Um, I'm my dad's only child. He convinced my mom to have me. I have an older brother and an older sister. Um, and then he got sick. He got cancer when I was four and he died. And so ever, I mean, even at a young age, I knew the value of life and not just the value of life, but the value of quality of life. You know, we only have so much time. You never know when you're going to go. My dad was only 48. 
And so really making use of the time that we have while we're here. And a big part of that is feeling good because when I was in pain, I wasn't taking care of my daughter. I wasn't helping with the household. I wasn't contributing anything. I didn't get up and do anything that I enjoyed. I wasn't living anymore. And so dealing with that is the first step towards really improving quality of life and, and helping people live while they can. Yeah. Chronic pain, it stops people. It, there's, when you're in pain, there's, uh, you know, if you don't know the way out of it, it really does stop you in your life and your quality of life goes to, you know, practically zero. It's, it's, yeah. It makes things very difficult. And so if, if somebody's listening to this and they have some sort of chronic pain in their life and they're struggling because, you know, you got to go to work. Yep. You've got to get the kids up and send them to school. You, there's stuff you've got to do, but you, you don't know that there's this other, other world for you beyond that pain. And there is a way to, for you to get through that pain. And I mean, I know that personally, um, you know, we discussed before we got on, I do know that personally that well, you can get beyond the awful chronic pain. So if there's someone listening to this, what would be the first step you would tell them to take? The first step is to look into restoring alignment. And that is really the foundation of what I deal with through fascia, mm -hmm. because there are so many things that we're doing in our daily lives that are just destroying our alignment. We have poor posture, we have repetitive movements, we sit for long periods of time. And once that gets your fascia into an unhealthy state, it's pulling your body even further out of alignment. And I know a lot of people go to chiropractors. I'm, I've been to the chiropractor. My husband used to go regularly before we started isolating. Um, but if you're not addressing the fascia, when your chiropractor realign, readjusts you, your fascia is going to pull you back out of alignment. And that's increasing the wear and tear that you would have, would have anyways. So you're increasing your risk of developing arthritis. You are increasing the pressure on like the discs in your back which is going to cause degenerative disc disease. It could cause herniated discs. It's just generally increasing your pain, pinched nerves. Um, you know, your hips get out of alignment and then you have sciatica, you have pelvic floor issues. Just looking into making sure you are learning what co correct alignment is and how to get there will go a long way towards reducing pain and reducing your risk of injury in the future as well. So do they, do they stretch? Do they seek out a professional? Yes, stretching is a good place to start. You can find a professional as well. I do love yoga. I'm a yoga instructor as well. And that movement is so good for you because it's a lot of movement that we don't do normally. Uh -huh. You know, the twisting and the bending and the reaching is really good to increase the variety of movement you get throughout the day. And I like to kind of compare bodies like to clay. If you're playing with clay, you're working it, it stays soft. But if you take off a piece and you set it aside, it doesn't take very long for it to start to dry out, even though the piece that you've been working the whole time is still soft. And that's exactly how your body is. The more often you move it, the different ways that you move it contribute to keeping your body soft and keeping it in alignment versus when you sit for long periods of time or even when you stand for long periods of time, it kind of allows your body to get stiff. Yeah, because you don't have to have an injury. You don't have to be in a car accident to, you don't have to have some catalyst to uh, bring on chronic pain. It can be the inactivity, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. So you don't have to know where it started. You just have to acknowledge that it is, right? Yeah. 
And once you do that, you can seek out you or someone like you and, um, and movement help. That's just so, it's so intuitive. Um, mm -hmm. And so do our chiropractors or um, physical therapists, are they changing? Are they moving in a way that uh, deals with fascia? Is there, is there a movement towards this? Or is this something that the, what, how you work, uh, is it, is, is it its own specialty? Or is it, be, I guess what I'm saying is, is this kind of treatment becoming widespread? It's more so, yes, it definitely is. I've met more chiropractors who are also kind of doing fascial work. A lot of physical therapists are doing it as well. The problem that we're having as PTs and OTs is that in the clinic, myofascial release is covered under certain codes that we can bill for insurance, but it has to be combined with something else. It's not a treatment in and of itself, even though it is a treatment in and of itself. And so a lot of places where you'll find something like myofascial release are going to be like private practice like mine. Um, and I don't accept insurance. I'm cash pay only because I need to have the freedom from the insurance companies to be able to evaluate and treat the way I see mm -hmm. and in the way that I think will be the most effective. And insurance companies won't let me have that kind of control with this kind of treatment, unfortunately, yet. I'm hoping that it's going in that direction though. Because I, I, I think for the long run, it would save money. It, it truly, it, it would, you know, dealing with uh, issues before they turn into arthritis and, you know, degenerative type of diseases. Yep. It just makes sense that eventually, you know, this, I don't know, uh, dealing with the issue early on yeah. would, be, would be better for people. Now it's and, prevention, right? Where would they look? Where would, you know, somebody sees themselves needing somebody like you or they have chronic pain, they just can't figure it out. How would they find you or somebody who, um, you know, can deal with, you know, the basic where this pain is coming from? You can find me online. Um, I'm actually developing an online program for people who to basically teach you kind of the tools that you need to treat yourself at home. Mm -hmm. um, because in Nebraska, I can only treat people in Nebraska as an occupational therapist. So I'm giving you the tools and then kind of the, the accountability and the support to be consistent and successful. And so you can find me online. I'm at thewellbodydoc.com. But if you are looking for somebody who can really get hands-on and help you figure it out, if you go to myofascialrelease.com, um, that's John Barnes' website. He's the kind of the guy who invented the type of myofascial release that I use. And he has a practitioner directory that you can look up somebody in your state, in your area, that you can find somebody to go see who will get hands-on, who is trained, and will treat you safely. That, that those are, and I'll have those uh, links on my website so that they can get you. And so on your website, they can, um, you know, is there a list they can sign up to be on to get updates uh, and to get information? Yes, I have a newsletter you guys can sign up for anytime. Um, and there should also be links on my website to schedule a call with me if you want more information to see if, even if this kind of thing is right for what to, what, what's happening, what you're dealing with. Um, and you want more information about how to go through, you know, if, if you're not right for my program, I don't want you to be in it because your success is my success and I want people to be successful. So I'm definitely open to, you know, speaking to people and helping them figure out what's going on. And if I'm not the best course, I'm not the best course and that's okay. That's, that's amazing. So uh, that is, uh, and if that's a great place to be able to go to get involved and to learn and um, what type of advice would you uh, 
or what have you learned by uh, overcoming uh, your own chronic pain? What, what advice, what um, nugget of wisdom would you leave with people with today? That you need to take control of your health. Our healthcare system in the US is very passive. We go to the doctor, we're told what's wrong with us, and we're told what to do. And we've really lost connection with our bodies. We don't listen to what they need anymore. Yeah. And so more movement and more attention to your body, more self-care, but it's not self-care like sitting in the tub, self-care like doing some yoga or stretching or something like that. And really taking back control of your own wellness because I appreciate traditional healthcare for what it can do. It's amazing in the things that it does, but it's not really designed to keep us healthy or to address chronic, chronic pain. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think people will find that there is a lot of pleasure in taking care of yourself, in doing yoga, in, yeah. in feeling good, in getting back to you know, that nice, I don't know, uh, balance of life. I think that's a wonderful yeah. thing. And I think your website has a, a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. And thank you for that today. And I know that there's going to be people who see themselves and um, they'll go to your website to get some help there to be able to address any concerns that they might have with their own chronic pain. Thank you, Sarah. I've, it's been a pleasure having you today. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Christina. Now, go after your passion.